Hello, and welcome to And <clears throat> Let's Be Heard for Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. I'm Mike Cachopoli. All right, <clears throat> sorry for a little frog in the throat. This is what happens when it's been a few days since the last show. I had my four-day weekend. I hope you enjoyed your three, four, five-day weekend, whatever it may have been. But Labor Day's over. The summer's over. The fall is here. Darkness has ascended. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, really, it's still summer, technically, right? For a couple of more weeks. And in many places around the country, it is sizzling hot. It is so hot in most places that people are not thinking the summer's over. I hope where you are, you are staying cool, you're air conditioned, and you are not dying of the late summer heat. But I hope everyone did have a great Labor Day and a Labor Day weekend. And we're back. We're fresh now. I feel like this is like when you come out of Labor Day weekend, right? I had a four-day weekend myself. It's almost like you're back to school, right? I feel like we're back to school. That's what I feel like. Ron DeSantis is now back on the campaign trail after saving Florida once again. How many times has Ron DeSantis saved Florida? I've, I've lost count, but he, he certainly saved them during the hurricane, left the campaign trail, went to Florida, did what he had to do, saved lives. Very, very few lives were lost. Very rare for a hurricane of that uh, proportion. Um, and uh, power restored to 97, 98% of people very quickly. So DeSantis once again showing he's a true leader. See, this is why we we have politicians. This is why we have people in politics, right? We vote for them, we put them in office, and then they're supposed to do things for us. We put them in office with our tax money. We pay their salaries. They're very generous six-figure salaries, and we expect them to actually do things for us, such as if you're in a place like Florida and you have to worry about hurricanes, you want a governor who's competent when it comes to hurricanes, right? And that's what they have. They have a competent governor who gets things done, saves lives, fixes things as quickly as possible. So he does exactly what our politicians are supposed to do. He did exactly what our leaders are supposed to do, okay? That's what a politician is. If you don't like it, go suck an egg. Uh, but he's back on the campaign trail, and uh, he just was New Hampshire, I believe, and raised a lot of money, half a million dollars in a couple of days. Uh, and people are saying, you know, you're the guy. We we know Trump isn't going to be able to be president again. That's ridiculous. That's like some kind of uh, uh, pagan ritualistic thinking, cultish thinking that Trump is going to be president of the United States again. It's never going to happen. We're glad you're on the campaign trail. We love you, Governor. We want to give you money. And he has convinced them, rightfully so, that the herd will be thinned as far as the GOP field goes. So he's doing really well, Ron DeSantis. Great job in Florida. Competent. Now back on the campaign trail. As we are now out of Labor Day and people are going to start really paying attention now. Now is when people just start. This is like the vanguard of the of the 2024 presidential election now people are like okay summer's over back to school back to work what's going on right so people are going to really become much more involved there's something did happen over the labor day weekend that has nothing to do believe it or not nothing to do with covid 
nothing to do with DeSantis and Trump. This is Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and an interview he had with a guy named Larry Sinclair. <clears throat> now, Larry Sinclair is a convict. He is, right? Uh, he was convicted. Uh, he's a convicted con artist. I don't know exactly what he was convicted of. But every media outlet that's covering the Tucker Carlson interview of, of Larry Sinclair the headline is con artist, convicted con artist, con man, convict, felon, which is interesting that they don't just simply write Tucker Carlson interviewed a guy who said he had sex with Obama 25 years ago. Why can't that be the headline? That's a salacious enough headline. I, I click on that, right? Wow, look at this. No, but every headline is so odd. It's like they're hiding something or they're afraid of something. Every headline has to take this guy, Larry Sinclair, down. Okay, anyway. So... Um, they, when they write articles about, I know when they write articles about Trump, they're going to say convict after he's convicted. Are they going to say that about Hunter Biden? Are they going to say convicted son of president? Eh, we'll see. I doubt it. Anyway, Larry Sinclair claims, and this is not the first time we've heard of Larry Sinclair. He says, I believe it was 1999, so 24 years ago, he said he had sex with Obama, did crack with Obama. Okay. Um, once again, this is not the first time we've heard of him. Tucker Carlson didn't just find him. These allegations were out there before. And of course, the media didn't cover it, didn't investigate it, didn't do anything. Okay. So this guy said he met Obama in 1999 at a bar and he gave him 250 bucks to pay for Coke. Coke. Uh, he says he started putting a line on a CD tray to snort. And next thing he knows, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. Now, this article doesn't say Larry Sinclair. This shows you how full of shit the mainstream media is, how bad they are, how biased they are. Oh, this is okay. Is this Oprah's thing? I can't believe I'm reading Oprah's thing. Anyway, it says, it doesn't say Larry, it doesn't say Larry Sinclair said these things. It says the fraudster tells Carlson. I really wonder if they write about Hunter Biden in the future, they're going to say the convict tells blah, blah. I, I doubt it, but we'll see about that. But I doubt it. Anyway, so the fraudster tells Carlson, Larry Sinclair tells Carlson. So I just started rubbing my head along his thigh to see where it was going. And hey, look, it went in the direction I had intended it to go. Carlson then confirms with the man that Sinclair allegedly had sex with him twice. Why does OK? Question mark. First of all, why does it have, why does OK Magazine have a question mark? So it's not OK, it's OK, OK, for some strange reason. Uh, it doesn't say, they won't write the word sex. What kind of a publication that appeals to adults? I'm guessing adults read OK, right? Not children. They don't write the word sex. They, they put S dash dash. Have you ever seen a publication do that? Not print the word sex? What, are eight-year-olds reading? Are eight-year-olds reading an article about Larry Sinclair fucking Obama? Journalism, baby. Had S, da, S dash dash with him twice. Did cocaine. They write cocaine, but they won't write sex. That makes sense. Did cocaine with him and watched him smoke cr crack. They write out. They write out cocaine and they write out the word crack but they don't write out the word sex. All while having no idea who Obama was. Well, it's 1999. Did you know who Obama was? Let me tell you, I was in Chicago. Oh boy, when was this? 2000, 2001, early 2000s. 
I remember getting out of a subway and I saw <clears throat> signs that said Barack Obama for president. And uh, I didn't know who the hell that was. I said, Barack Obama, is he Middle Eastern? Who is this guy? I swear. That was my first introduction to Obama, was walking out of a subway in Chicago in the early, when he was running for Senate the first time. And it said, uh, whenever that was, and it said Barack Obama for Senate. So 1999, this is five years before he gave that very consequential uh, uh, speech at the DNC for Kerry, consequential for Obama, not for Kerry. Um, so no one knew who he was in 1999. So why would some guy at a bar know who this young skinny black guy was so anyway he didn't know him of course he didn't know him and they smoked crack together and they had sex together okay uh all while having no idea who he was at the time he was a state rep okay so he wasn't even senator yet a state rep of who, who knows their state reps if you saw your state rep uh other than scott wiener other than scott wiener <laughs> in a bar <laughs> would you know who he was <laughs> who they were of course not and he'd been married to michelle for about i guess seven years at that time later in the uh, interview sinclair says he believes that definitely wasn't barack's first time being with a man and that he'd be almost willing to bet that it also wasn't his <laughs> last time being with a man this is an interesting story uh whether you believe it or not who cares why is the left so apoplectic about this don't they don't they embrace people who are bisexual, right? Isn't it sad that he has to hide his gay side? Wouldn't it be great if he can just come out and say, yeah, I'm bisexual, Michelle's bisexual, or trans, we're all trans, the kids are trans, they're transitioning. Isn't, the, isn't that what the liberals want? Wouldn't that be like party time for them? Everyone's trans, bi, and transitioning, and men can get pregnant, and Obama might be getting pregnant, and who knows? Isn't that what they want? Wouldn't that, be wouldn't that be like manna from heaven for these people? So why are they hiding this? Why are, they, why are they saying this is a bad thing? They also believe in legalizing drugs. They want all drugs legalized. So this is great. He was a bisexual crack addict. Who, who cares? Why is it such a big story? And why is it being hidden by the left? Why do they have to take this guy Sinclair down? Why do they have to preface every story with you know, drug addict or ex-convict or scam artist or whatever. Why did they have to do that? I don't understand. Also, this whole idea of people saying this guy Sinclair hasn't been able to prove any of this. What the fuck is that? How would he be able to prove this? Could you prove if, if you had sex, anyone listening to this show, who's, who's here? Daniel, Bill, Bill's here twice because he's bisexual. Just kidding. Bill straight, Andrew, Greg, R Rudy, everybody. Could you prove to me, if you said you had sex with someone 30 years ago, could you, could you prove it? How do you prove that? I can't prove I had sex with someone a week ago. How do you prove such a thing? It's you and the person. The only two people they know that you, that would know if it happened is you and the other person. So the only people that know if this happened is Sinclair and Obama. That's it. They both know if it happened and they both know it didn't happen. There's no way to prove. How do you prove you did drugs and had sex with someone a quarter century ago when no one even knew who he was when he was basically a nobody at that time? It's so idiotic. That is not a reason it didn't happen because the guy can't prove. And in story after story, I'm hearing people say, 
never been able to prove it. Allegations, unproven allegations. Well, it's two people having sex and doing drugs once or twice 25 years ago when nobody knew who either of them were. They were just regular people. How would you prove such a thing? Were there, were there 20 witnesses to them having sex? It's so in stupid. The Sinclair guy didn't say they did it in public with, with people watching. They didn't say it was a group. So there's no way he could prove that he had sex and dig drugs. So it either happened or it didn't happen. Let me guess. If you're on the right, you hate Obama, you're more likely to believe it. If you're on the left, you love Obama, you think it's bullshit. If you're an independent, usually you don't like these kinds of salacious stories, so you don't even want to talk about it. That, that, those are the three categories. Those are the three categories right there. But what really bugs me is that the left media, the liberal media, is hiding this or trying to take this guy down because they don't want it to be true. Why? Big And I, I swear, yeah, I'm a little sarcastic when I talk about everybody being bisexual and transitioning in the Obama family. But if Obama 25 years ago had sex with a guy and did drugs, how old was Obama? 30? Early 30s? So what? Who cares? I don't understand. I thought the left was open-minded about these things. But things have changed, right? The left has become much less open-minded. They're much more authoritarian and closed-minded. So that's what gets me. More than the salaciousness of the story or if Tucker is slumming with these kinds of interviews or if you believe this happened or not or believe Obama's bi or believe Michelle's bi or trans. Why is the left media trying to take this guy down and make it like something is wrong if this is true i don't get why something is wrong if it's true i don't understand i truly don't i don't understand someone not allowed to be bisexual the president's not allowed to be bisexual obama's not allowed to be but it's a, it's a it's a it's okay if everyone else is bisexual but obama can't be seen as bisexual why wasn't there something where obama had written in the past about like having fantasies is that something that happened, or is that my imagination, where Obama had openly admitted about having fantasies about having sex with men when he was younger but never did? Maybe he did then. So what? I don't get the problem here. I, don't, I, I find if it was a right wing, if it was Bush, if it was a Republican, I can see the Republicans being upset more because they generally don't like these kinds of things. Right. They generally don't agree with homosexuality or, or doing crack or doing weed or doing acid. At least this is what I grew up believing about the two different parties. Right. But this is the left. These are the Democrats. I don't get why they're so upset about the idea of Barack Obama having done drugs at one time. Maybe he still does him having sex with men when he was younger. Or maybe he still does. So what? Daniel, do you see what the big deal here is? Hey, Daniel, are you there? Daniel. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. I, I <laughs> didn't press the, 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 uh, the, at least not uh, voluntarily, I didn't press the uh, call-in button, so I'm not sure why all of a sudden I was hearing Daniel, Daniel. <laughs> oh, yeah, put you in the caller queue. You were in the caller queue. Yeah, I, I didn't press the call-in button. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. 
there's there's strange that yeah, I, um, at least not voluntarily. Andrew says it's your destiny to talk about this. It's my destiny to talk. Well, I, I have nothing to say about it. Um, well, I'll ask you directly. Uh, if Obama had sex with a man and did drugs 25 years ago, are you upset about this? If it's true, would I be upset about it? Yeah. I don't think I'd be upset about it, but my my um, impression of of him would be obviously different. My uh, pre existing image of him would obviously be different. And but he was only thirty years old, or something. Yeah. So what? But, but but nevertheless, I, I I didn't think this was was um, part of his life, and uh, now I would know it is. And so yes, yeah, some something would be different. So um, but um, but. Do I care? No, I don't. And I don't know why Tucker cares either. But why does the left media seem to care so much about totally shitting on the story? Because they want to control every story. I get it. But I, I just thought they agreed with this stuff. I thought they. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter if they're not controlling it. They don't want it out there. Well, and Mr. Sinclair said he had spoken about this. It's not like he's coming out all these years later. He said he had spoken about as soon as he knew who Barack Obama became, he had said, you know, this guy and I had sex in 99 and, and the story wouldn't go anywhere. That's no shock, right? The left dominated media would not even even think about entertaining the idea, which is odd in a way. It really is. I don't get it. A young black guy in Chicago in the late 90s. He's in his early 30s. He had just gone into politics. All right, maybe he did have sex with a guy. Good look. Obama's still good looking. Was really good looking back then. Uh, I don't. Maybe this Sinclair guy not particularly good looking now, but that was twenty five years ago. So maybe they were both good looking, and they're in a bar and they're drinking and they're doing a little bit of drugs, and it happens once or twice, and they never happens again. Sinclair didn't say they had a, a affair. He didn't say it was going on for a decade. He said it happened a couple of times. He never saw him again. I find that kind of believable, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, anyone can, anyone can make up any shit they want if they're, um, if, if they care, to, if, if they don't care putting, about putting their reputation on the line. And, um, and I, I don't know this, this guy, I haven't listened to the Tucker interview. I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know if he has any reputation to, to pr uh, protect, um, and I really don't care. We don't care about this story at all. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's I can't say I don't care about the story, but I don't care if Obama did this stuff. I don't think that makes him bad. Uh, I don't think it makes him particularly a hypocrite. I mean, he's a big gay advocate. He's an advocate for for trans stuff and bisexual stuff. And he's not he's certainly not against drugs. He's not like this anti-drug. Don't just say no kind of president didn't have any kind of a drug czar. So I don't I don't think it makes him particularly a hypocrite. If, if this stuff happens, it's like he's some extreme right winger who is against gays and drugs. And then this comes out. So I don't once again, it's not like I guess I'm on the same side you're on in a way, Daniel, is that I don't understand why the left wing media has to put the kibosh on this stuff as though it's a bad thing. If Mr. Sinclair happened to be telling the truth. Um, neither do I. Yeah. yeah, but it's just all the shiny object that um, I'm not looking at. Hmm. You're more important things on your mind, huh? What's that? Anything on your mind that's more important than this? Um, 
Probably uh, the situation in San Francisco seems to um, – when, do, when is the elections here? Is it about a year or is it a year? The elections the next, in San Francisco, next, you, mean, you mean for all the big offices? Yeah, next city election. November for, 24. Yeah. November 24. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got a lot uh, more doom looping to do then because it is not going to get any better until these people, to so the Board of Supervisors and Mayors out of office. The mayor is making some sort of uh, motions to, to do something. There was some some arrests last week, a couple hundred arrests of, uh, uh, of uh, drug dealers. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the fundamental shift in ideology that needs to occur is not going to it's not going to come from this ultra work board of supervisors. Mm. It's not going to come from the mayor. So uh, we are going to continue to see permissive uh, um, attitudes toward crime in this city. We may even see uh, permissive attitude toward masking uh, and uh, and mm. uh, the uh, throttling of, of people who, once again, who uh, refuse to get the shittiest vaccine in the world. That could all happen in San Francisco. In the rest of the country, no, nah, I don't think it has a chance of happening. But in San Francisco, as, as crazed as it is, uh, yeah, that, that could happen again here. So I'm, I'm I'm more worried about what's going on in this city. I'm worried about its decay, and I'm worried about the fact that, uh, given that the board of supervisors and mayors uh, seem, given that the problems that we have in, in this um, city are totally tied to the woke ideology, and given that we have a a, a year or more to, to go, um, uh, in, in before we have a chance of getting rid of these people, and that may not even come to pass then. Uh, because of the politics in the city, this this doom loop is just going to get deeper and deeper. And I just have to wonder just how bad is this going to get? I mean, really, how bad is crime going to get in the city? How bad is is the so-called homelessness problem going to get in the city? I am already stepping over people that are just they're just like I think I mentioned this the other night on the show that they're just they just crash in the middle of the sidewalk. They used to have tents off to the side, you know, mm -hmm. tents or, or um, sleeping off to the side or in a doorway or something. Now these people, they just pass out right in the middle of the sidewalk and you have to step over them. Um, I've noticed mm -hmm. a big increase in that behavior over the last couple of weeks. Um, this is all part of the doom loop. Um, I don't see them uh, prosecuting the people that visit my uh, local Safeway in the very uh, ritzy area of, of, of Marina District. I don't see they prosecuting these people that I see in there every time I have been, ever been into to that store um, stealing, you know, liquor. Um, at which they should really be concerned about, and 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 hundreds of dollars worth of, of, of food just packing into large backpacks and yeah. And Andrew, uh, I, I see you there. Andrew says he has something very important to, to to explain about the Obama situation. I'll get to you in a second. But Daniel, well, you know, I was physically assaulted back in January, yeah. Yep. And uh, just the other day, I almost had another incident. I had to take my mace out. So where? Oh, downtown, downtown. Yeah. Which which, which streets? Oh God, I don't know. Right, right by the uh, market, market, and uh, you know, market and uh, well, market and anything. You want to stay away from if it, if it's not. So what am I do? What am I do? Fly over it? I have to walk that way to go to the gym. Yeah, you know? well, if it's that's well, I'm telling you, I avoid any, anything. Uh, wait a minute. East, wait a minute. Financial. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the financial. This is the heart of the financial district. Market Montgomery. Yeah. At Five p.m. with like five thousand people on the streets. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You, you used to be the heart of Dartmouth, but now it's it's uh, ghost town. No, no, it's it's not a ghost town on work days. Yeah. So I, I walk I, I walk to the BART station through through downtown to financial district every day. Um, it, it's 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 a relative ghost town. I mean, oh, compared I, to other cities, sure it is. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's re- relative yeah. to what it used to be. I oh mean, yeah. You, you, you you see literally one-tenth of the amount of foot traffic that you used to see in 2019. Yeah. No, it's bad. But I got my mace, and I'll use it if I have to. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I've been thinking about getting some just just, for, just so I could use it. You know? mm-hmm. I bet yeah. it could be fun, be, be fun every once Well, make sure you use it in a situation where it's 110% self-defense, so they'll put you in jail here. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of those things where where I spray it in my mouth first, like like, like, like <laughs> yeah, you gotta give it to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just to impress the hell out of the person I'm about to make. Yeah. You're really crazy. I'll yeah, use it on yeah. myself first. Let's <laughs> show you how nuts I am. Don't yeah. come near me, man. Don't yeah, come near. Yeah. Me. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, or, or, or whip out whip out some uh, some, some uh, bread cheese and lunch meat or something and spray yeah. it on them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm happy to say to everybody a little personal story. I met Daniel's son last weekend, and he's as smart and as good looking as Daniel is. Oh, so. he's far better looking, far smarter than I am. Um, oh, there you go. Of course. The, 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 of course. My, I'm trying my to be. I'm trying to be diplomatic. He's an amazing human being. Um, yeah. He really, he really is. And um, yeah, I just wanted to, to to meet a few of my San Francisco friends, and um, yeah, it was it was nice running into everybody that was there. Wish there was more people that happened to show up because I just want to get get my get an idea of what the the swath of friends that exist in in, in San Francisco. Um, he's got um, a somewhat limited experience with um, people. Uh, having grown up in Albany, um, Bay, part of Bay Area, has got uh, somewhat limited experience with uh, human beings and the range of uh, of uh, politics and mm. ideologies, et cetera. He grew up in a very liberal part of the, of the uh, <laughs> yeah. state, state. and um, He's I mean, met enough very, crazy people. You wanted him to meet some normal people. I wanted to meet people of all different, all different backgrounds, and he got a good dose of this because he had an internship in uh, in a red state. Yes, in the um, yeah. In, well, yes, in a, yeah. yeah don't, I don't want to mention where it was, but I, was, yeah. I almost did. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but he had an internship in a red street, red state, um, and, and so I'm sure he got a little bit of um, uh, um, a little bit more experience with the with what's out there. Um, and he didn't seem to be um, uh, flustered by it or mm. or, or um, questioning it uh, too much at all when, when, when we talked about it, which is, to his credit, he's an amazingly mature young man. And he's just taking things in as he is about, you know, going about his business in this world um, and being uh non-judgmental uh, as much as possible and not that that's good or bad i'm not saying that i'm just saying that seems to be the way he's doing it and um yeah yeah he's, well you did you did a good job daniel you did a good oh job. yeah yeah i know but like i say um I, I we got really lucky with both of our kids um it was raising them was like falling off a log it was so easy um they just were always you know it, it's to 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 the, the credit of my ex is my relationship and, and at least how it started. 
um, that, you know, we just were very consistent with our children. We talked about how we were going to raise them a lot before we had them. And um, we talked about, you know, how we were going to deal with discipline issues and all kinds of things. How we're going to do with education, you know, everything was. Wow, you you were responsible parents? Is that what you were? Yeah, yeah. I, but you know, Mike, I, um, I, I was a parent. I became a parent in in my forties, and you uh, did. You became a parent pretty late. I was yeah, doing the math. So if, thinking so to myself, if I yeah, if, if I would have became a parent at that at the age that my parents became parents, which was eighteen years old, oh, um, geez, it, it, it would have it could have been a very very different. Story. Well, we see a lot of that in the minority communities, right? And yeah. people become fathers at sixteen, eighteen, twenty. It's too early. Regardless yeah, yeah, of anything, well, regardless of education, regardless of finances, regardless of anything, that's too early. Yeah, but it used to be, you know, back in my parents' days, it used to be very commonplace, you know, to get married at age 18. It was very, very commonplace. Yeah, well, most, people aren't of, quite as mature anymore at 18 as they used to be. No, they aren't, and they aren't yeah. near as worldly. They haven't right. um, been, been around. Uh, um, I mean, it used to be back then, you know, 18 years old, you were off in the military. And, uh, and and by the time you were 20, which was the case with my father, um, they had moved around a whole bunch of different places in the country to, di to different uh, uh, facilities, for army facilities. And, um, yeah, they got a big taste of what the, the country is like. Plenty of people at that age get a big taste of what the world is like. Yeah, um, yeah. That's not the case yeah. anymore. And they don't and they yeah. don't also get a taste of that kind of responsibility where you go into um, a um, institution, the military, that has a, a very, very specific function, well-defined function in our society. And no matter what your politics are going into it, you understand what your role in is in, in this institution. And you are there um, to carry out your responsibility. That sort of thing just doesn't, is you know, very few people are exposed to something like that Absolutely. most most people right. of that age are um they're they're not interested in taking on responsibility they're interested in pontificating yes. and and telling everyone else how to run their lives when they have such little experience running their lives yep that's right yeah. hey daniel thanks for the call let me get yep. to andrew i appreciate it Thank yep. you. I want to hear from Andrew. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Hey, Andrew, so you have some insight on this uh, Obama thing with Sinclair? I think I have some idea. Yeah, let me know more about this because tell you the truth, I know this guy was out there in the past, but until Tucker interviewed him, I'd never heard of him. Yeah, I don't know about this guy particularly. It's more about your point on liberal reaction. And when mm -hmm. I say liberal reaction, I want to kind of define that as uh, like Dem Democrat Party affiliates, the kind of people that would be, you know, openly supportive of Obama now and have uh, an idealized version of him in their mind. Um, these are the kinds of people that this whole thing is about, I think, when it comes to the liberal reaction, uh, because, uh, and, you know, whether he sucks a cock or not is, I don't care. But um, put that in such a classy way, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like to keep it short and simple. <laughs> With Obama, I don't think we're talking about short. I don't think we're talking about short. So, well, hey. Hey, you so, can't blame a guy sometimes, you know. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. That was 
completely a correct interlude. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. the, the the original uh, like uh, documentary, uh, it's not an autobiography, it's a biography that was being written, sorry, a biography about Obama, that these uh, allegations kind of recently came up again because of that quote that you mentioned earlier about I have sex with men in my mind daily. Mm-hmm. That, that biography... Um, also revealed a different detail that hits on the same exact reason why I believe liberals and Democrats are so in a fuss about this, which is was totally overlooked by everyone because of the salacious nature of the uh, story. Mm -hmm. But in that same biography from the same source, the girlfriend Mm -hmm. that he was with at the time, Mm -hmm. she said he also became very political and started identifying as like a black community leader, which was not a part of his life before. Okay. So this is where the key is. Obama is a political construction, just like any politician. It's just, he did it so naturally that people really bought in and thought this is a real guy. Mm. And so when you start to find out that actually he's, you know, and I'm not saying any of it's true, but there's at least plot. I, I would say it's more than, you know, a random accusation at this point with the amount of different evidence that's popped up or at least possible evidence, especially her quoting this guy. I mean, this is his own writing about, I have sex with men in my mind daily that he's writing to this girl back in the uh, time that they were dating. And it's the same time period mm-hmm. as when this guy came for. So it's not just random accusations. And so that you have a plausible suspicion and now it's on two fronts because this whole black thing but i basically i put on i decided to become a black person and i need to be a identify as black to lead this country and become president he's saying it right on the page which is this is what they don't want they don't want the liberal democrat supporters to have their little political construction shattered they don't want to have them thinking well this guy was gay the whole time and he was just kind of lying and putting on a face politically like yeah no shit that's how politics work but these people are naive and they bought into a honest, genuine man. You know, it, it reminds me of the controversy. Is Obama a Christian? No, he's not. He's an atheist. Read his fucking memoirs. He's an atheist. He said he went to church. Why did he do that? The same reason. He's a political construction. He couldn't win the fucking black community as an atheist. They're too religious. So he right. was part of this whole shtick, a song and dance that people bought into. Mm. And it's not because they have any sensitivity about gay stuff. It's because they don't want any cracks in the facade that is the Obama creation. There you because go. that's that's still their best representative they have of the Democratic Party. If right. you could pick one person that could be president again, no rules, they would go for him if they could right. run him. Right. But I, okay, I guess, yeah, you're right. That's a good point you make. That's probably a big reason why. Right. But once again, if they if they weren't so if they weren't going to be hypocritical, this would add to his legacy. You would say <laughs> the he had left, to overcome man. this this adversity of having yeah, this oppression. Well, overcome overcome drug addiction, but you know, a lot of young people do those kinds of things. Experiment. Oh, I was going to say overcome being in the closet <clears throat> while running for president. They turn yeah, into he's I, a victim. I mean, I don't see, but I think what it is is that they don't even want to reveal that he's a political creation at all. They want to say this is right wing smears. All you know, the same thing they always do. It's why, yeah. why even come up with any other script? Uh, this, uh, unless it's something illegal, and none of this to no, me is illegal. Yeah, it doesn't seem that way. To me, this adds to a person. Uh, this this adds to the fabric of someone being an actual, real human being. It seems like in my it, mind, you would think, right? 
Yeah. In my mind, that it adds to the fabric of someone being an actual real human being. What so are the what? statistical odds of every single president we've had being a straight heterosexual person? That's just not true. I mean, some of them are probably clo- obviously closeted, but I, the idea that all these people, all these presidents, what are that? <laughs> it's just so funny to me, this idea that it's even a statistical probability that none of these people ever had any kind of, you know, even exploration, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. people in the modern era, you know? Yeah. Uh, people, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, so it's like he could, he, he experimented with a, a young guy, a good looking young black guy in Chicago, experimented with uh, some drugs and sexuality. Wow. What a scandal. Oh my God. Right. That's, but you're right, Bray. Uh, right, Andrew, really shows their agenda. Because it's not is, a scandal. Just, no, it's, and it, that it's like, it. yeah, it's like, it, but you're right. It's just like they have a certain narrative when it comes with everything, right? We can't tell the truth about masks. We can't tell the truth about vaccines. It's got to be a certain narrative and any crack in that narrative. And even, even admitting for one second that masks don't work is a, is a, is a, is a, is a fissure in their narrative that they can't allow. And right. like there's the narrative of who Obama is, the creation of Barack Obama. And you're right. You put your finger on it. This would be a fissure in that narrative. Oh, I get it every now and then. You know, I pay attention. <laughs> every now and then. Every now yeah, and then. sometimes. But yeah, I just, you know, especially I'm, I'm, some of my own family has a certain view of Obama. And I was just laughing about this with them. Like, so what if it is true? And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't care other than it shows that he's a completely politically conniving person that mm. is a creation. And that, that point ticked them off because... You know, they don't want to acknowledge that. Well, even Bill Clinton's stuff wasn't. All right. So, yeah, okay. He cheated on his wife. All right. So many men do that. Especially right? powerful men. Powerful men, yeah. So he may have given, you know, this Walensky, what, what's her name again? Monica Lewinsky, a, a you know, a, a cigar job in the Oval Office. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was with that scandal. The scandal comes, Andrew, when these people lie about it. Yeah, the cover-up. Yeah, the cover-up. Instead of, I remember at the time of the Clinton stuff, so many people saying in France, they, they picked out France. Who would care about this? Nobody would care about this. Nobody would care. And you can ex- expand that to most of Europe, right? No one would care. Who cares? The president's a real guy. The president's a regular dude. Oh, my God. What a, what a, what a scandal this is. But the problem comes in the... Well, the cover-up, right, and the constant lying about things—that's that's the that's the biggest issue. Because then people become, instead of just being regular human, flawed human beings, then they become liars on top of that, and that's the problem. Well, and but, they're they're completely fabricated people, right? When yeah. they're politicians like this, like I with I think it's really important to reemphasize that this thing with the Obama, it's the sexual salaciousness, like you said, gets the attention. This is a this is a pattern with multiple facets of his personality and identity, whether it's mm-hmm. his fake Christianity, his right. apparent uh, actual lack of any care for black people because he went to Flint and drank fake good water in front of them while they also had yes, water. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. So this is Mr. I'm for the black community. The whole thing. You ha- And so any aspect of this that gets looked at gets a similar reaction. It's well, just... but even the headline, at a, by the way, I don't think this is Oprah's thing. Oh, I think her thing is, oh, mm-hmm. this is okay, whatever. Uh, it's another 
wacko left-wing outlet. But the headline is Barack Obama. Now, this is a left-wing outlet that loves Obama and Democrats and is supposedly left-wing and very pro-gay and trans. And the headline is Barack Obama gay scandal. Why do they see it as a scandal? Why is being gay or bi? Why does the left-wing media specifically think being gay or bi is a scandal? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're not as open-minded as people think they are? Well, my true opinion about that is that Oprah Winfrey is a demon who feeds on uh, money and attention. So well, I, don't, I don't know the if word Oprah. I think Oprah's thing is O. Oh, this is okay. I don't know what <laughs> okay, this is. Okay, O. Oh, it's same shit. It's all <laughs> left-wing. Who, who ever put this article together with the scandal yeah. thing? It's yeah. all in the, in the word scandal. This is a, someone is a named State Sanderson. That's the writer of this. It's this a scandal because more people usually written read by it. Editorial staff, but why is it a scandal? I don't get yeah, it. Because more people will read it if it's a scandal, and that now we can talk about if he was lying and go out. This other uh, we guy want lying. you. We think we think it's total bullshit, but we want you to read it. Right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> tabloid nonsense. Yeah, anyway. a, hey, guy's a fraudster, but read about him. <laughs> right. Isn't that what this is? The guy's a total fraud, a crook, a felon. We don't believe a word he said. Read every word of this story. <laughs> That's how they get them. That's how they sell the copies. Well, you know, it's that. like I said. I, to me, I, I watched like about a three-minute Tucker clip uh, with a guy, and I I find him believable. I don't know if he's telling the truth, but I find him. Uh, let's put it this way: I find this guy Sinclair a lot more believable than than uh, Vivek uh, Farmer Swampy. <laughs> I do. Such a low bar. This That's guy so talks funny. very slow and methodically, and and it, his story seems to be legit he has details not just generalities you know uh, he came from, off to me as a person that believed it happened i can't say that means it did he could be mentally insane it could be a hallucination but i the, what i agree with you that what i did here the like 30 seconds sound like something scripted it didn't sound it sounded very genuine like he believed that it occurred yeah i mean the way he's the details about putting his hand on his leg hoping something would happen and it did happen and he was happy that it happened and you know, uh, like I said, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't find the details particularly odd or out of this world, salacious, bizarre. I, it sounds like something that happens in in, in uh, every gay bar in the country every night of the week. All right. So it, it's like it's not something that's like, oh, my God, how how weird this story is. It's, it's not weird. It, well, it sounds like a guy coming on to another guy and scoring. Happens I'll tell you how time. it could be a scandal if it's uh, still ongoing with uh, Obama's sexual proclivities being hidden in this whole pool boy dying, you know, this conspiracy of how this chef, not the pool boy, the chef that mm. ended up dead in Obama's, you know, that whole thing. Oh, so, that, that recent thing. Yes. You yes. know, th it could connect to that if it was actually true. I guess you could argue there's like a tabloid conspiracy there, but, uh, you know, it's I, I just don't, hard to say. Once again. I, I, I get it, the whole idea of what you say about a certain narrative, a certain fiction, and that can't be altered. But in the overall scheme of things, I find it very hypocritical for the quote-unquote open-minded left to be calling this thing a scandal. You're right. You're, obviously, that's correct. Um, yeah. One last thing on this I, I want to ask you about. Tucker Carlson doing this. I mm. was laughing hysterically, personally, because I was sitting there just like, the freedom he has, you know, th right. th this didn't have to go by a, a set of editors that Tucker doesn't himself control. Guaranteed, he wanted to do it on Fox and they wouldn't let him. 
you know, I think that that plays into it in terms of the reaction it gets because it's like below the belt, outside the bounds. You know, like you said, I think he would have wanted to do something like this yeah. and wouldn't have been allowed to, and now he can, and people all know that and recognize it. Mm-hmm. And so that infuriates them, right? I think that's, they're like, he's hitting us in a place we can't really hit back as well. And, well that's uh, another way, fake. And it just makes them mad. Fake. Yeah, Andrew, that's another fake outrage as far as I'm concerned. So Tucker Carlson did a little interview with this guy. So what? You believe it or you don't? So what? I like to pretend that they believe he's violating an ethical standard of journalism. Like they're going to make this about... Oh, they have such high standards, man. Andrew, they have such high standards. Yeah. Such high standards. They're they're all working for the intelligence community. Yeah, I mean, talking about Russia, 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 fake thing for three years. High standards. The Steele dossier, incredibly high standards. Rachel Maddow pulling out a sheet of paper of Trump's tax returns. That was a total bust. Such high standards. Rachel Maddow saying, if you get these vaccines, the, the, the COVID virus dies within you you can't spread it very very high standards andrew yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah. they're delusional what can i say you live in a world uh, it's you know it, it, the question i ask myself is who's actually a true believer who's so delusional that they really believe this stuff and who's just like a paid liar but there's nothing the wrong with that looks a, like a funny i i find this to be kind of a funny light story i don't think this is a big deal at all I mean, I don't think Tucker has to be interviewing Trump and Putin every other day. Compared to saying that the president's a Russian agent and you're coming up with every single person that can talk about a piss tape and you're putting it on the news yeah, like you're going to well, break Yeah, something. right. Exactly. I mean, exactly. This is, this is clown show territory. They've picked yeah. up a bucket of shit and dumped it on themselves. And now they're looking at Tucker Carlson and saying, you can't talk to this guy. You didn't even look into it. Like you said, what is what are they supposed to get a time machine? Like <laughs> it's impossible. You, source who this happened with. Where did this happen? If it was no, not within, like, right? Another it's impossible people, to prove then... or disprove this kind of a thing. It's within two people know the truth: Larry and Obama. That's it. They know the truth. Okay. They basically are mad that Tucker can do this, and I think that this is just a thing that they think he shouldn't be allowed to well, do. And, that, and that's it's so part stupid because once again we're adults, so we can watch the interview and say. Oh, that Sinclair guy is full of shit. I don't believe him. Or we could watch it and say, yeah, he seems pretty honest. I believe it. Or we can watch it and say, who the fuck knows? Which is what most people probably think. Who who knows? Whatever. Who cares? So what? But once again, you're right. Yeah, to make a big deal out of Tucker Carlson doing a few minutes with this guy is, is so stupid. It's ridiculous. I found it hilarious that he did this. I, I, I appreciated the uh, ambition, I guess you'd say. Of Tucker. Sure. You know, and hey, you know, I have a show for myself now. Let, look, let me see what I want look, to do. Part of what Tucker's doing, I don't blame him, is needling the left. He knows this bothers them. He knows it makes them apoplectic. And what are they going to do? They're going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, pretty I mean, much. Yeah, I mean, what's his name? Did the same thing when he was good. Howard Stern, right? He would People would love to hate him, right? But they'd no, listen. I, Rush Limbaugh had a similar energy in a way i don't think i don't know if rush had that many left-wing regular listeners. he didn't have left-wing listeners but he had an aura about him that he could get in the headline and get left-wingers to have to pay attention to what he right, was but saying howard stern definitely had people who hated him he was different all the time all the time you know so before i was listening to the uh, radio yeah. waves yeah 
So, Andrew, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Interesting talking. Yeah, of course, as always. All right, who's up here? Is this Brady? Hey, hold on, Brady. Let me get you on here. I don't know what happened here. Hey, Brady, can you? Oh, you're in. Brady, you're on. There you are. Okay. What's hey, how's up? it going? What's happening? Oh, you know, this is like a new story to me. It sounds like somebody accused Barack Obama of sucking a dick or getting his dick sucked. <laughs> can anyone oh put God. this in a classy manner? Anyone at all? Anyone out there know how to put this? Oh, in a classy about it. Barack Obama, no, no he wanted the company, Barack Obama had the company of a gentleman for a couple of, that's it, the company of an He got fellatiated, he got fellatiated. You don't know what they did. Some guy, <laughs> some guy is at least publicly stating that, and my question is, like, first of all, I think there's a big old nothing burger, um, and, like, did the guy take a lie detector test? You know, like the why guy took submit? a lot. Wait a minute. The guy took it. He no. There's a this he claims he passed it, and they claim he didn't. So that's there's a disagreement there. Larry claims wow. he passed the test, and the media's lying and saying he didn't pass it. So that's once again he said. Or is he, he lying about passing the test? Like where the, where are the results at? Well, there have to be results to the test. That's the only thing we would know. We would not know. Once again, two people know if this actually happened or didn't. Larry and Obama. No one else knows. You cannot prove you had sex with somebody a quarter century ago. There's no way to do that. Unless there were witnesses, it was a public sex. It was an orgy. And I understand it was a one-on-one behind closed doors kind of thing. So there's no way to prove what, that. Anyone what, who says... What year, what, what year what? did this fellatio take place? 1999. Okay, so there was definitely a text log of whatever went down. You know, what do you mean a text like, log? I mean, there has to be like certainly he was texting Obama. No, at least, what, what right? That? No, they met in a bar. There was no nineteen ninety nine. Did you have a cell? I don't think I had a cell phone in ninety nine. It wasn't that big. Cell phones weren't that big yet. No, wait a minute. Oh, Barack Obama was the BlackBerry crack addict. Black, what do you call himself? He he actually called himself an addict, right? He said he was a crackberry addict. Okay, he actually so said this one, but. No, no, they no met in a bar. Law. What people, Brady? People, especially twenty-five years ago, people met without texting. People met. My thing is like, text. why is he not submitting to a public lie detector test or like offering that? I think that's but just I think a good he idea. He did take one, things. but no one is. Oh, maybe did. Tucker will offer a new one, but he said he did take oh, no, one. He said he did. Okay. But also, those lie detector tests are not a hundred. That's why they're not admissible in the court of law. They're not a hundred percent accurate. So. You know, well, we've updated the technology since then to make it much more reliable and accurate. Even if someone and... passes it, people don't want to believe it, always say the same thing. Yes, but if people are good liars well, and they believe their lie, the heart rate doesn't go up and the lie detector test doesn't. So, you know, people can shit on anything they want, basically, if they don't want to believe yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if that's true with the updated technology or not. Um, I don't think it is true with the updated technology. I bet you, if you put a lie detector test on me and said, do you like Beto O'Rourke? And I said, I love Beto O'Rourke. It would come out as the truth. Because my heart rate didn't just go up. I felt like I told, I felt like I believed that for a second. That Yeah, that that might be true with uh, conventional lie detecting technology, (laughs) but with updated lie detecting technology, we could easily tell you're lying on that one. (laughs) 
You know, you know what? That's what Tucker. Like, Tucker it wants. Kind of like reminds me of like the uh, whole um, Michelle Obama is a woman kind of thing. Mm. And someone the other day was pointing to evidence that like there are no uh, maternity pictures of her. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, I did some googling. I'm like, you're right about that. But also, I didn't find any maternity pictures of Barbara Bush either. So, like, does that mean that Barbara Bush is a fucking man, too? She looks more like a man than Michelle Obama does. Oh, Barbara and Bush. Here's the other thing. Like, all, all the people that are celebrating a blowjob, a potential blowjob, are the same exact people who think Michelle Obama is a man. And if any of these people legitimately believe that she is a man, it shouldn't be too fucking hard for one of them to acquire a piece of her DNA and simply verify it through a laboratory. There's there's no hiding your chromosome shape, right? No, you're right. Absolutely. It's a good point. So, like, I mean, it's kind of a nothing burger. What I'm curious to know about is the $100,000 Obama spent on hot dogs for a Super Bowl party. Because... $100,000 $100,000 worth of hot dogs is uh, enough to feed 100,000 people a really nice hot dog. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Obama, and, people like Obama would just say, well, we give to charity. We give a lot of money to charity. So we can do that kind of stuff. Right, but this is in the context of a Super Bowl party with a bunch of elite members of elite politicos, you know, in his inner circle. Yeah. And so how does a group of like what, maybe 10 or 12 people consume a hundred thousand dollars worth of hot dogs? And why is he so excited about devouring a hundred thousand dollars worth of hot dogs when these people have access to the finest organic food on the planet? You know, Brady, you care about the real things. I like that about you, Brady. You really bring it to yeah. the things that really matter. And you're right. That stuff matters a lot more than this salacious stuff. It's like, oh, no, he got his dick sucked by someone consensually a long time ago. Like, oh, no. Meanwhile, like, none of these people are talking about Pizzagate or taking Pizzagate seriously. Or, like, they've forgotten about it. Or, you know, it's like, this is a, it's a nothing burger to me. It's, it's, a, it's a distraction. But, right. But what, like I said, I think the point I want to make, I want to make it clear, it's nothing burger to me too. But what's amazing to me is that it's a something burger for the left wing, who if they weren't such hypocrites, this would be a nothing burger for them. Okay, well, maybe see, the guy did drugs. mistake of referring to them as yeah. the left wing, because that's not the left wing. I'm the left wing. You're the left um, wing. is the left wing. You are the left wing. I am. I, I. It might. It might just be me in the RBN. It network. could just be no. you now. It ain't me anymore. That's for sure. You. But it, it, we need. But a real those life. are not legitimate liberals. You know what I mean? And first of all, like you said, the point you made earlier is like it's not a scandal if he got his fucking dick sucked. Like you know what I mean? Like no one cares. A blowjob is not a scandal. Like no. um, Bill Clinton. Wait, five years before he was anybody? I mean, come on. Exactly. Exactly. And consensually? Oh no, consensually. Like, oh, heaven forbid, like Bill Clinton murdered a couple of children on an Arkansas train track after injecting them with cannabis or something like that, after forcefully uh, forcing them to smoke weed and then uh, tied them to train tracks and blamed it on the cannabis because these kids witnessed a shipment of cocaine being dropped into Arkansas under Uh um, 
Bill Clinton's watch. A lot I mean, of to really me that, that... weird things happened around the Clintons. A lot of really yeah. bizarre things happened around. And the... you know what? The what I'll have to admit the one thing that does make this story interesting is the chef, the Obama chef part. You know, that's, that's the one thing that, that kind of the connection is 25 years apart. I don't know if that's it. I mean, first of all, they, he was their good friend. He lived with them basically. So he, yeah. he didn't, Oh, he really? Was the last person yeah, to yeah. want to out them in any way. He would have had uh-huh. ample time to have done that. He'd known them for years. So, mm-hmm. you know, the guy, sometimes people just can't swim, you know, some Brady, sometimes People just get hit on the head and they can't swim. <laughs> Sometimes it just, it just he happens. Got hit in the head. You know? so he had a head injury as well. Yeah. Sometimes a guy gets whacked on the back of the head and can't swim. <laughs> Sometimes it's that hit simple. On the back of the head. Interesting. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm joking around. I'm joking around. I don't know. <laughs> That's... See, I can't tell. Yeah, but um, I mean, you know, it's I, accidents it, it, will it happen. Accidents it, within a song. The most interesting part of the blowjob story is the chef's story, honestly. Because, yeah, that, that could have been, there could have been a multitude of reasons why he had to be taking out his sausage. Oh, you think, on you think Obama might have been having sex with the chef? Well, I think that the chef could have been preparing human meat and maybe he oh. didn't follow the protocol that he was oh. supposed to follow. In oh. order to maintain secrecy, and they had to yeah. make an example of him, you know. I don't know so. if that's more believable than Barack giving a blowjob twenty-five years ago, or getting a blowjob twenty-five years ago. Believe me, if, <laughs> if it was this white guy, Larry and Obama, I know which one was getting the blowjob and which one was giving it. I don't want well, to get any more detail. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to go into any more detail than that. I think it's pretty yeah, obvious. It's- it was interesting the part that uh, he mentioned about Obama lying about being Christian, and I just wonder if uh, everyone uh, believes if Donald is a Christian, a legitimate is a Christian as well. Trump more of a Christian, yeah. If, if Trump Donald a, is Christians, more of a Christians than Obama, Christian. The guy never saw the inside of a church before he became president. Before he became president, Obama or Donald. <laughs> No, Obama was always in church. We saw him in church. Trump. Okay. Trump. Well, I mean, Trump's been in churches here and there in synagogues and whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah, for events. For events. No, I believe Obama was a real churchgoer. Churchgoer. Not- well, um, do you think it's for public image or because he actually believed it? No. No. Obama, I think he probably. Obama, I think he probably was a religious guy. Yeah. Not Trump. Well, didn't he mention his memoirs where he's like pretty openly atheist? I don't know. I don't. Maybe, but I, I can tell you that one guy who's really prominent now, who I really believe is a religious guy, is Mike Pence. I might not agree with his politics. I might think his politics get a little too much into religion sometimes. But Mike Pence is a religious guy because he's a religious guy, not because he's a politician. Yeah. I think his wife is in the Mothers of Darkness cult. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is the Mothers of Darkness? That's a very interesting cult that is led by women. And you might be familiar with a reference to this cult in George Bush's speech where he referenced the thousand points of light. 
And um, some people are suggesting that this is a veiled reference to the thousand installed tiny light bulbs on the dome of this attic in this very crazy cathedral, this mansion, where a very dark cult of uh, women get together and practice super dark magic. I don't know if and, I should talk about this too much because then people are going to say I'm slumming like Tucker. I shouldn't be talking about this stuff. Oh no, that's interesting because uh, somebody asked actually asked uh, George Bush like about the thousand points of light, and he said in an interview he he, re he responded by saying, "Oh, I don't have any control over that." <laughs> that was like an interesting response from the man who's president of the United States. The and, thousand points of light. No control, no control. Anyway, and no so uh, I just like to point out that uh, Pence does refer to his wife as mother, and if if you yeah, look, he absolutely at his does. Family, I've seen that. That's a little creepy. Yeah. I have to admit. Yeah, and so it would explain that, and and if you also just look at his family, like observe, like the, the way they look, it really looks like their daughters are being psychologically tortured. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think he's a really, truly religious guy and believes in it, and it, it guides him. He's a principled man. I think he ran into a guy like Trump with no principles. I think Trump is the exact 180 of Mike Pence. And I think Mike Pence probably thought, well, I could have some good influence on this guy, and it didn't work out. There's no way to influence Donald Trump in a positive way. He does what he wants to do. So it was like a religious guy encountering a heathen, you know, who's all about himself. And having to deal with that for four years had to have been pretty difficult for Pence. You know, the kind of guy who's not, he's not belligerent. He doesn't curse. He doesn't go after people on social media. And to Publicly. have to deal with this belligerent fat schmuck for four years couldn't have been easy. He might have had the oh, toughest he, job. He, he, he did it with president. a smile on his face the whole time. But he tried As to. As a matter of fact. He, he believes the yeah, vice I president. I have, yeah, if you look he at believes my Twitter the vice page, president is there to support the president. That's your job it, as the vice president. It literally looked like Mike Pence wanted to fuck Donald Trump when he was talking in a video. So I actually January sixth. I played a, a video of Mike Pence looking at Donald Trump talking with nine inch nails playing over it. And it worked out beautifully. Because mm. it really did look like Mike Pence was like he's like biting his lip, like like looking at Trump like he was hungry you know <laughs> like he wanted to eat him i want to eat you yeah i think dude, i'm gonna like, have you for dinner with mother like he was ready to fuck around and find out yep <laughs> <laughs> well there were those you know, ridiculous like out that, uh, I, I could not find a topless picture of donald trump i i looked high and low i could not find a legitimate oh, Jesus. picture come on brady you anything better to do with your time how gross how disgusting well, there is that know, photo donald of him trump had the he had, during the Tucker Carlson interview, Donald Trump mentioned that Joe Biden probably doesn't look good on a beach without a shirt on. And then uh, he really quickly reeled that one back in by saying only oh, one really politician look good on the beach with their shirt off. And that's Barack Hussein. I was going to say yeah, Barack Obama. <laughs> yes, it is, it is abs that we had to hear about for his whole fucking presidency. You know, so could you know, imagine? Now remember, you know, I'll, that's the I'll way say this, dude, like. Barack Obama doesn't fucking bother me as a person. Like I, I can listen to the guy talk. He seems uh, uh, cool. he kind of talks like that sometimes. I mean, he's like a kind of like a, like a stutter man. 
I don't know about that. You know, I'll I'll reel that one right back, and I'll say that in retrospect, uh, Barack Obama has Kamala Harris energy, and it, I, I didn't realize <laughs> that at the time, but he has very subtle Kamala Harris energy, like the smile. They have the yeah. same smile, you know. Yeah, I just <laughs> began to see more and like more. When, said, when I see Obama talk, well, more and more bullshit. I I see bullshitter. I see a bullshitter. A pretty talker. Yeah, he's a CIA op. He's from a CIA family. You realize that, right? Yeah, well, they're all from CIA family. So is Bush. You know, they're all and connections. His own brother calls him a fag, you know, and says that he's gay and all that kind of stuff. So there's that, too, you know. Well, brothers always call each other's fags. Come on. That's not a rare yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a very fair point. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he's confirming the myth that he's like a homosexual, you know, in that way. Um, and yeah, it's look, a very strange look, look. A young, bringing this a young, good-looking black guy in Chicago in the late '90s. It's not a stretch, Brady. It isn't a stretch. Of course, that's not a stretch. But no, um, a CIA-connected family, you know, dude with like this this white mom who marries this African dude. Yeah, it's all very strange. But Brady, right? you have to give Obama credit. He's better than the Clintons. He didn't have this guy Sinclair uh, killed, he, so that's that's good. He didn't have him offed, so that puts him Who's a Sin notch above the Clintons, um, right? The whistleblower guy Sinclair. Okay. Yeah, that was Sinclair. Larry well, Sinclair. Yeah. yeah, they're all part of the same network. And <laughs> the interesting part about this network is the sexual proclivities, like the sexual um angle of it all like they need yeah. people who can sexually compromise they need psychopaths who have insatiable uh megalomania mm. and are susceptible to this kind of thing because if you if you came to me and were like hey man uh if you fucking kill all these people we'll fucking give you uh fucking uh, a bunch of kids to fuck i'm like what the fuck get the fuck out of here like <laughs> you know what i mean like it doesn't work on normal people like you need someone who's mentally fucking damaged so if i called uh, you and i said i want a cheese pizza with pepperoni and chicken you would actually send me a cheese pizza with pepperoni and chicken right and chicken <laughs> exactly you okay. get what you ordered yeah <laughs> okay. all right that's good to know. Yeah, good to know. yeah. I probably make <laughs> something like that. I probably whip up some a bad boy like that for about thirty bones. You don't want to order from the wrong pizzeria. <laughs> that's, that's something you, you don't man, want. I can to make do. you a good pizza. Yeah, exactly. Hey Brady, uh, stay on. I'm, I'm gonna let you go, but I want you to listen to some clips I'm gonna play. All right. Excellent. I'm gonna play Resident right. Evil in the background. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Why not? Thanks, Brady. It's better than uh, the other guy, Karthik, who comes on like Vivek Famaswampi does, does his shtick and leaves and goes away. So we have to get to the, well, first of all, Fauci. I want to talk about Fauci a little bit, okay? Um, so Fauci doesn't want to shut the fuck up. He doesn't want to shut up. This guy does not want to shut I thought he retired, but of course, the media loves going to him. He's their darling, so he continues on, even though he supposedly retired. And uh, I think only one entity, if you believe in that entity, can totally retire Fauci. And I hope that happens very soon. But then again, I'm a pessimist. But anyway, he's on rearing his ugly little elf head again, which needs to be chucked across the Potomac. And he actually pretty much admitted, he was forced to admit uh, 
that mass did nothing. We had all the evidence. There's no evidence that shows they do anything. There are many studies that show they did nothing to stop the spread, not for one minute, not for one second. But he wants you to wear them anyway, right? Because we know it's a, uh, it's a it's a control mechanism. Did you say something, Andrew? What's a good clip? What's a good clip? This is a great clip, you said. Is that the, you want me to, anyway. Maybe the Fauci one? Well, the Fauci, right. So that was what Fauci said. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically it's, I'm bullshitting. I, you've cornered me. You got me. Wear them anyway. Shut the fuck up. Um, and we know <clears throat> now that uh, J.D. Vance in Ohio has come out and said he wants to propose legislation to make federal mask mandates illegal in Congress. And that would be fine, except he's a couple of years too late, could have used it two years ago. Okay, but let's say better late than never. But what bothered me about the J.D. Vance interview where he's talking about bringing up this legislation, he says, as President Trump said, because he's so far up President Trump's ass, because he's actually like the only uh, Trump-endorsed candidate that won last time. He's the only one. Everyone else lost. But it's also Ohio, which is, you know, deep red now. So and and probably one of the more Trump country states. So he won. He's one of the few Trump endorsed candidates that won. But once again, in a, in a deep red state, he won the general election. Very rare for Democrats to win in Ohio now. So he's far up Trump's ass. And he says, as President Trump says, we can't allow these horrible mask mandates to come back. We can't allow them to come back, even though, of course, it was Dr. Fauci, who we know was the architect of the mask mandate, who was hired by Trump. Trump would not fire him because he was afraid the media was going to beat him up. Big, strong guy he is. He was afraid of that and then lied and said he couldn't fire Fauci, which we know if I can find the Ron DeSantis clip, he could fire him. He, he could absolutely have taken him off the panel, right? He could have, he didn't have to be the, the chief advisor on COVID. He could have fired him from that position and put Scott Atlas in that position. But as Ron DeSantis said, he also could have fired him from the NIH because he was on record as lying about the Wuhan lab leak. So he could have fired him for that reason. But of course, Trump didn't. And uh, Trump casually made fun of Biden's mask a couple of times. That's it. Never came out on the bully pulpit like Ron DeSantis did and said, this is garbage. And if there's anyone who made it illegal, it was Ron DeSantis years ago, okay? Ron DeSantis made mask mandates illegal, okay? He did, not Donald Trump. So this bullshit of saying, as President Trump says, we must fight these mask mandates, J.D. Vance is being a phony bitch. That's what he's being, okay? So we know that the real person who made mask mandates illegal was Ron DeSantis. He's the one, okay? Ron DeSantis is the one who went up on stage in whether it was late 2020, early 2021, all those kids were wearing masks, and he said to them directly, take those masks off, okay? You can take those damn things off. Remember, he got a lot of flack from the left-wing media for daring to directly tell those kids to take their masks off. Trump never did that once, never told anybody at any time to take their masks off the way Ron DeSantis did. So that's why J.D. Vance is, is full of shit. If he had said, as Ron DeSantis did in Florida, making mass mandates illegal, we need to do that on a national level, I'd have a lot more respect for the writer of that shitty novel, horrible movie. Um, so 
once again, there's still some Republicans out there who find the need to like destroy their reputation for Donald Trump. I don't get it. Maybe they think people will forgive and forget, but I won't. Uh, so we had talked in the past on this show about how are we going to get a president who's actually going to hold feet to the fire and maybe prosecute some of these people for what they did. Is Donald Trump going to do it? No, because we know he had the chance and didn't because he was for all of these things. And he comes out now and says all of these things were great. All these mandates were great and work. So he's not going to do it. We know that uh, Joe Biden certainly not going to do it. No Democrat is going to do it. Chris Christie certainly isn't going to do it. We know that there are two people who have said when asked, would you have your Department of Justice look into prosecuting these people? Two of them said yes. One on the Democrat side, RFK Jr., one on the Republican side, Ron DeSantis. Here's Ron DeSantis in this 30-second clip talking about promising a reckoning for the people who inflicted mandates on us. We are going to usher in a reckoning about the federal government's disastrous COVID-19 policies, the lockdowns, the school closures, the restrictions, the vax mandates, the whole shebang. We're going to bring about accountability for the people that perpetrated those bad policies because we have to make sure that it can never happen again in these United States. Boy, maybe he's been listening to my show. Hey, Ron, are you out there? Ron, you out there listening to my show? Because that's exactly what I've said. Haven't I said that a million times that without this accountability, without the punishment, people are going to do it over again? And we have to do those things to make sure they don't happen again, just like we did with people in the past, such as the Holocaust and Nazi prison guards and all that jazz, right? So we have to do it now for this. And he understands that. Whether he listened to my show and got it from me, whether it's his own thing, he gets it, okay? Ron DeSantis gets it, and we know he's going to do something, <clears throat> right? So that's good. That's what we need. Until we get that accountability... Until we get it, they'll do it over again. And the proof is they're doing it again now. Look, the only reason why they're not doing these mask mandates again is they know most of the people are going to tell them to shove their masks up their asses. And then they're going to look like idiots because no one's going to follow what they do and all their power is going to be gone, right? Once again, we know that. Do not comply and their power is gone. And they know now they can get enough people not complying where their power will be deteriorated. So they're not going to do it. But that's the only reason why they're not doing it, right? And like I said, they don't have to in places like San Francisco and New York and L.A. Because people are doing it voluntarily. As many people are doing it voluntarily as would do it if there was a mandate. The people who are going to do it are doing it anyway. So they don't have to. They've got, they've got their, their, their Pavlovian, their, their Pavlov's dogs, right? Who they, they, say, they say COVID and they put their masks on. They hear the bell and they run and they put their porous cloth masks on. So they don't have to do the mandates again. <clears throat> but we need a reckoning. Now, there is some good news. Once again, I think these things are kind of too little too late and aren't really necessary, but better to do it than not. Uh, the Huntington Beach City Council has made mass mandates illegal. Huntington Beach City Council voted to ban COVID-19 mass mandates in the city of Huntington Beach. It was close. It was 4-3. Three morons, four people with brains, decided that uh, all universal mask mandates will be illegal. 
So we're certainly seeing a lot more of this than we did two years ago, even though we needed it two years ago when these things actually were happening, as opposed to now when they're not going to happen again anyway. But that's good. At least you're putting it on record, right? Um, Vandermark, one of the city council members, just said that uh, it's unnecessary limits the freedom of the citizens, even those who were not around who tested positive COVID-19 or any risk of exposure. You know, we know it didn't stop the spread and it's going to be voluntary. They're no longer allowed to, to mandate them. So that's good. All right. All right. That's fine. But like I said, it's easier to do it now than two years ago when it when it should have been done. And, you know, we could have uh, maybe avoided a lot of that mishigas that we got with all those mask mandates. Um, but DeSantis gets it. He gets it. He's efficient. He sees he has that vision, right? We saw that with with 2020 in Florida and the way he handled COVID. He, 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 he has the vision that other people just don't have. You know, some people have that, right? It's rare these days that politicians had it. We've seen politicians in the past who have this ability. But um, I think here, here's a good clip. This was a little bit longer. This is on uh, Dave Rubin's podcast. He, he did an interview. And you should go on. You can go online. Uh, DeSantis War Room at DeSantis War Room is a great Twitter account uh, that puts up all of his stuff and has the full interview. But this is where DeSantis talks about Trump's claim that he wasn't allowed to fire Fauci. This morning, President Trump was on Hugh Hewitt's radio show and uh, Hugh asked him about firing Fauci. And Trump's exact quote was, you're not allowed to fire him. I suspect you probably have a, a different take on what you can do with these civil servants like that. Sure. Well, first of all, it's important to point out for a long time, that was not his excuse. His excuse had been that if you fired Fauci, both the Democrats and the media would have pitched a fit, which, of course, is 100 percent true. Uh, but that's the price of leadership. you got to stand up and do what's right. Um, clearly, he could have been fired from the White House task force. There was no obligation to run him out at press conference after press conference, have him doing media interviews. You know, during the, the height of kind of the COVID stuff in 2020, Fauci would do local hits in Florida media attacking me uh, for having schools open and some of these other stuff. So there was no obligation to do that. I think you could have also fired him uh, from NIH because he had basically uh, committed uh, misconduct with the gain of function. Uh, you also had him uh, saying that it was naturally occurring when they knew it was a lab leak. All that stuff has come out now. Uh, so I think, yes, you fire him. And here's the thing, Dave. If it's the right thing to do, you do it. If they sue you, they sue you. But you had the basis to do that, and you should have done it, and the country would have been better off had he done it. That's it. That's 100% correct. 100% correct. And remember, I want to... Uh, correct some revisionist history of people who say, well, Florida was horrible. Everyone died. Everyone was death. That's why people were moving from California. And so people were moving from California, New York in the middle of COVID, not before COVID or after COVID, but in the middle of COVID, right? When it was ravaging everyone, they were moving, they were leaving New York and California going to Florida. So all these people were leaving New York and California mixed independence, lefts, right? Because everyone was dying in Florida, so they wanted to go there to die. Is that what? Is that why they went to uh, 
to Florida? No, no, of course not. They went to Florida because everyone was dying in New York. Remember, New York and New Jersey had the two worst outcomes of the entire country. Meanwhile, they were the most locked down states, most COVID mandated states in the country as well, run by Democrats. California also age adjusted did worse than Florida with all of their lockdowns and mandates. So that's why people were moving to Florida. That's why DeSantis won by 20 points, by a million and a half votes. That's why he won, because they did better with their COVID outcomes. They did better without those mandates. Their economy is one of the best in the country. They have the crime, lowest crime in a half century. Their education, number one in the country. This is why people, I want to remind people why people moved from California and New York to Texas and Florida in the middle of COVID, okay? They moved there to live and thrive, not to die, okay? Idiots out there who want to have this revisionist history that, oh my God, DeSantis killed everybody. Yeah, that's why everyone was moving there. They wanted to go there to die. Shut up. Give me a break. So DeSantis is right on the mark with all of his answers, and he's now ratcheting up the criticisms of, of Trump. And here's a good, very short clip where he talks about the polls. And so sometimes when you have this volume of polls, clearly polls are expensive. And so if you're doing them every day, you know, either someone's funding that with an agenda or not. So that's what's happening with a lot of these polls. Like when you see a Wall Street Journal poll, Wall Street Journal is not doing the poll. People will say, wait a minute, Wall Street Journal, they're they're uh, not on anybody's side. They're not pro-Trump or pro-DeSantis. They're no, it's not done by the Wall Street General. They're paying a pollster to do the poll. And we know the pollsters who've been doing many of these polls are Trump pollsters. Go look them up. They are pro-Trump pollsters who have done Trump polls for Trump in the past, for him personally. So, yes, that's what happens. You have people with an agenda, people with an agenda doing these polls. And that's the problem. And so you'll get the outcome these people want to get, not to mention the polls have been so off. I mean, polls are getting worse. The more technologically advanced we get, the polls are getting worse and worse. Someone can figure that out. I really can't. But it seems like we should be getting better at this stuff. We're getting uh, we're getting worse at these polls now. We know that. Remember, this time in 2019, Bernie Sanders was the president. He was going to be the he was going to be the Democratic nominee easily, right? Boy, even further, almost March of 2020, Bernie was had a 90 plus percent chance of becoming the nominee until about two weeks later when he had like a zero percent chance of becoming the nominee. So we know this stuff. We know these these early polls are garbage, even more garbage than the late polls, which are garbage also. Hey, Bill, how was your how was your Labor Day weekend? Did you have uh, did you relax? Did you say the same as the rest of the? So there's nothing special. Okay. Hey, well, I'm housebound. I'm in one room here, and uh, you know, it's not much changes from day to day. But uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, uh, I wanted to comment on a couple things. Um, okay. Well, we're, we're talking about farmer prices. Bill, Bill, you're not what? coming in very clear. Oh. Okay. Let me use the phone. Hold on. Yeah. Is that any better? Is that any no, better? Usually you're very clear, and now it's like. Um... Let me try my other phone. I'll call back. I'll just, okay. I'll... All right. All right. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll just play another DeSantis clip before Bill comes back.
Um, this is a clip on whose show is this? Oh, this is an old one. We don't got to play this. It's a good one, but it's from March. But it's about it's a, it's DeSantis talking about his opening up of everything. Um, <laughs> it's really amazing to me if you listen to Ron DeSantis that here's another quick clip, and then I'll talk. Well, I about think it. yes, you fire him. And here's the thing, Dave. If it's the right okay, thing- this goes back to the same thing he says about Fauci, but it really is true that he's so superior to Trump in every way, his intelligence, his IQ, his knowledge of the subjects, the way he answers questions, his honesty, his integrity, his effectiveness, his competency, as we just saw with the hurricane. Imagine Trump, imagine Trump handling a hurricane like that, the way DeSantis did, leaving the campaign trail immediately, not making it about himself, going, taking two weeks off the campaign trail when you're supposedly way behind the polls and going and doing his job in Florida and getting that done, getting electricity back faster than ever, fewer deaths than we've ever seen in that kind of a hurricane. Imagine Trump handling a hurricane. It would be a total disaster. He wouldn't do anything. He puts someone to run it like Fauci and it would be a total disaster and then claim he, he had no power in firing the person. Hey, Bill, let's, let's hope this is better. Let's see. Bill, you there? Oh. Yeah, Mike, is this better? There you go. Now you're better. Yeah, it's a better phone. Okay, yes. well, yes. you're talking about big farmer prices and bringing them down. Didn't the Trump promise that in 2016 he was going to take on big farmer and bring prices way down? 100%. Yeah. And did. who did he bring in as Health and Human Services Secretary, Alex Azar? Oh, oh God. Another one. Another another swamp creature, right? Eli Lilly, a big pharma CEO, raised prices of insulin 300% when he was there, right? So, of course, Trump's like, well, every president gives you a populist message, Obama, whoever, even Biden, how they're going to turn things around and they get in and they're they're all shills for the deep state. I mean, have we seen anything different in the last 12 years? You just brought up, we know Trump lied, right? Trump also lied about uh, prosecuting Hillary. Right. But he's but here's the thing. If someone. If you, if you haven't caught someone in a lie yet, you can't call them a liar. It's not fair. You wouldn't want that, and I wouldn't want that. But once someone has lied over and over again, and you keep believing in that person, now Trump is saying, I don't think this is a good thing, but he's saying that when he gets in office, he's going to prosecute all these horrible people in the Department of Justice. And his cult believes him when he said he was going to prosecute Hillary Clinton and didn't do it. He's full of shit. He's a liar. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Again, it's just... Same old dance uh, from president to president, unfortunately, that we're seeing, at least uh, that I can recall. But uh, so, yeah, he's going to tell us whatever he needs to get in office. And, oh, he's going to want press pharma for an explanation about the side effects and what's the true list of side effects. I mean, we already know. We know Naomi Wolf. They got the uh, the Pfizer dump. Was it, by the way, wasn't there supposed to be a Pfizer dump? Every month until all those uh, uh, Pfizer uh, uh, trials information came out. Remember when the judge ordered that? Twitter or was it something else? No. Well, what happened was when, uh, when, who was it? Was it Pfizer who fought in court not to release the uh, documents for 75 years? And then the judge said, no, you have 
X amount of time and you have to get the documents all out on your Pfizer trials. And there was supposed to be, we had the first Pfizer dump of 10,000 pages that Naomi Wolf hired, like, well, 3,000 people got together and went over all the side effects. Do you recall all that? Um, it wasn't that long ago. Now I I remember. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And then there was supposed to be a regular dump, a tranche of documents. I think it was 10,000 pages a month till they got them all out. But I don't, we haven't heard anything since. Nope. That's true. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, very weird. Very weird. It's just, it's crazy. It's, wait, wait, so what, what happened? I don't know. It just goes out of the news cycle, and, and I don't That's even it. see an alternative media. That's it. It's so easy to get away with, uh, like, just bullshit, right? Because you can say yeah. something, it's just going to cycle itself out, and people are going to remember, because there's so much out yeah. there, right? There's so much. Yeah. Well, I wanted to touch on uh, a couple of the things you were talking about, Obama, and yeah. it's, it's a huge distraction because we have the Biden, Burisma, uh, you know, cover up the DOJ, IRS, and of course, where did that money go? The payments are up, from what I read, up to $11 million that went yeah. to, right? right, and it offshore accounts, which is to money launder, which is what the mob does, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're not... This is a typical thing. What I'm saying is it's the right-left paradigm where the news media is, are their whores, and we don't. there's no follow-up on that. You see what I'm saying? What about that $11 million? Why don't we see that all over the news right. from the big, the big stations constantly till they get to the bottom of it? Mm-hmm. And you don't. Or, or, or we talked about the um, Haldeman report yep. on the... Um, um, Voting machines uh, out of uh, Georgia that was under seal for two years. Secretary of State of Georgia was involved in keeping those under seal along with the judge on the Dominion voting machines. And that came out, the whole 96-page report, two university professors. And you would think if you're going to attack the election integrity that that would be something that would be really uh, hit on hard by all media. And uh, the report comes out and no follow-up. Right. Mm-hmm. In other words, well, we know the media is, you know, they just, their mouthpieces for the regime, which, which the right left paradigm, the right and left wing part of the same bird of prey, you know, the way I see it. And, and so we're not going to get any real, real news. Uh, it's up to you and, and people who are in alternative platforms to try and get to things. You, you see what my point? It's like, that's a huge scandal. I know. And we don't yeah, hear anything. I, I, but once again, I, the, once again, I find, I find the Obama thing to be, you know, uh, entertain, entertainment, right. interesting. but what's, like I said, what, what gets me more, and, and I think what proves how full of shit the media is, is that it's, it's the primarily left-wing media who's, who's posing this as a scandal. And making and trying to take down the guy who who's saying this happened as though it's a bad thing. Why? These are the open-minded people who believe in bisexuality and experimentation with sex and drugs, especially when you're young. What was the big deal? It just shows truly how full of crap they are. You know. Well, one of what I think it is that has to do with questioning Obama's integrity. In other words, well, as Andrew said, there's that yeah, narrative yeah. that he's a certain yeah. person. And he's got to always be that person. Right, right. right. That's it. But, what's, yeah, but we, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Once again, to me, look, maybe it's just me. 
to me, it doesn't it doesn't uh, spoil his integrity if he experimented with drugs and sex a quarter century ago. Who cares? I mean, it's, you know, kind of, uh, young, good looking black guy in Chicago in his 30s, in the 90s. So what? And it's very believable because you know why it's very believable? Because it's not a big deal. Well, the other thing is, he, his letters to his girlfriend, who, what straight man fantasizes about having sex with a man every day? I don't know any straight man who fantasizes that. So, well, Or he admitted to it, so we know he, right. he was thinking at least about those things. That's right? what I mean. So it's not that much of a stretch to say he might have actually done it a few times, right? One would think with someone who fantasizes about it every day, most more likely than not, actually fulfilled his fantasy at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And, you know, look, if the guy didn't run for president, become president, or wasn't a big shot in politics, he might have been able to admit this a long time ago. But well, you know what's going to come out, Mike. Joan Rivers was telling the truth. You know what I mean? And, and Obama slipped up twice. I called Michelle Mike twice. I put it in the live chat. You, oh, you know, I finally, you know, you've been talking about Joan Rivers for two years on this show. I'd never seen that clip until about a month ago uh -huh. where they're like, she's like, She's like running, and the media is like trying to talk to her about Obama. Yeah. Goes, oh, come on! We all know Michelle is a man. We right. all know that, right? That's <laughs> yeah. what she said, right? Yeah, but come on, cut the shit. We know he's. We know. We know. We know. Right. <laughs> you, know you know, it's like. But did she have? As far as you know, did she have a chip on her shoulder against the Obamas? No, I just think it was her sort of. You know, it was her uh, shock comedy you know what i mean and and maybe she just played the role for the moment i don't know but but the but well, she seemed your, serious she didn't seem like she was joking no I, what i yeah, mean yeah. yeah yeah but that could have been part of her shtick you know come off serious and then because she 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 was edgy all yeah. the time but who knows but the the bottom line is i have you seen the video where twice he refers to michelle as michael that I haven't seen. I need to find it. Is it on it, I put it in the live chat. Oh, thank you, Bill. Yeah. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, so one of these, one movie night, you'll have to play it. The other thing is you, I'd love to hear you play is Buzz Aldrin three times admitting that we never went to the moon on three different occasions. I, yeah. I sent you that clip, but I go always send it to you again. Compilation. But um, do you never, hey, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of things here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, but also the, the, what also annoys me about the Obama story, as I said, is these people yeah. in the media saying, well, unless this guy can prove it, we can't believe it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I want to ask all these people, right? I want prove to me you had sex with this person 25. Tell me, prove to me you had sex with Johnny uh, at the 28 years old in 1997. How do you, how do you prove that? You can't prove it. There's no way this guy can prove this. He knows about it, and Obama knows about it, and that's it. Come on, it's so silly. It's the, just the tabloid. You believe him, or you don't believe him, and that's that. It, 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 like Andrew was saying, it's just kind of like tabloid conspiracy stuff. Who cares? It, 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 it's just to fill the news cycle because they never really address anything and take it on well, and get no. to the bottom of anything. Yeah. Nor does Congress. So yeah. I can understand Tucker doing it. I mean, sometimes you want to do something a little bit lighter, you know, so, and also he wants to needle the left, which is fine. He wants to need, well, he probably wants to needle Obama more than anyone else. So, you know, and. Uh, yeah, well, but, you know what it is, like, it's the same old tune, you know, give him the old razzle dazzle, razzle, razzle dazzle. You know, it's so stupid. Again. I'm watching yeah. the news a couple of days ago and I was uh -huh. at the gym. So it would just, I didn't see the, I just saw the video. I didn't see the audio. <laughs> 
And the headline on ABC World News Tonight. Bill, this was the headline. Coming up next, Bob Barker, cause of death. He was 90 fucking nine. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That's one of their lead stories. The cause of death for a 99 year old dying. I mean, it's, and they wonder why people don't trust them. And they wonder why people don't trust them. I mean, that was, oh, oh, I, I yeah. I couldn't believe it. What did he die? Wait, wait. What did Bob Arker die? <laughs> well, there's there's more to this. I, in the live chat, I put in. Uh, Hakeem told me about this. We were talking, and uh, there's a 2003 Florida uh, appellate case where it has to do with BHT and milk, where there were two reporters working for Fox. And I put the, it's in the live chat, the link. There were two reporters working for Fox that did a four-part series on BHT and milk and the negative effects of that, especially the children, the hormone. And so, well, Monsanto got to Fox, okay, and one of them, the reporters to change, you know, the reporting on it. They refused. They both got fired. So then they sued Fox in the Florida Second Court of Appeals. And, well, they sued him in Florida court. They won uh, $430,000. The woman won. And then in the second court, in the court of appeals, it was flipped over. And, and basically this, uh, the second, the court of appeals decided in Florida that the FCC ruling, which was just that, just a rule has about, uh, whether the media can tell the, has to tell the truth or not, but it wasn't actionable under the court uh, in any way legally. Mm-hmm. And so basically Fox argued that they had every right to lie and they won, Mike, in 2003. Mm. Right. So, uh, so I put it the, uh, I put the link in the, in the, in the chat so you can check it out if you want to read it. It gets into deeper into the, the whole process. I'm giving you a quick thumbnail version, of course. So, you know, then we have the Smith Modernization Act of 2012 where the State Department can actually pay media to lie. That's all legit now, supposedly, since 2012. So, of course, what are we going to get? We're going to get part of the all propaganda at this point. How, how can you watch any news without questioning it? That's my, after well, knowing those. Right. Yeah, go ahead. No, absolutely. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. Anything real comes up, even in Congress, it's always, I don't know what else to say. It's always this play on both sides and nothing substantial happens to change it, right? Whether it's Rand Paul and Fauci and right. it just goes back and forth. We, even the, the J6, uh, you know, uh, Jim Jordan uh, led those hearings, but so we got some information, but does anybody get, is anything actionable happen? Any treason? Any charges? Go ahead. No, we'll see. Once again, you're right. There's a lot of talk about things happening, and often doesn't. I do have though the clips uh, statement oh. of Obama calling, calling Michelle Michael. Here we go. Okay, this is right. Obama calling Michelle Michael twice. The military in the world. Most of all, Admiral Mueller, Deborah. Michael and I, Michael and I, Michael and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this is funny. This is like a, a little sitcom thing. Is anything scary? You know, uh, 
Well, when my mind, when uh, Michelle's mad, when my mind. That's he's talking to Bear Grylls in the second mm-hmm. one, I believe, and he says, and he goes, "Well, well Michael, Michael, my Michelle, Michael, Michael. but that first clip, he's talking at this big, you know, event, and he says, mm-hmm. Michael and I, Michael mm-hmm. and <laughs> okay. who calls? I Mike. have to admit, that's bizarre. I'm telling you, Joan was telling us the truth, Joan Rivers, and what happened? That was I the mean, next day she went under anesthesia, she never woke up." I yeah, think it I mean, was. If, if you're, let's think of okay, Michelle, Michael. Uh, I know it's Michel. Michel is Michael in French, right? They no, say right. Michel, but he's not French. Obama, so no. he could have been mixed up by that. He was like he was in France and talking in French. So okay, it was. A, let's think. What's another name that's close? Um, Barbara. And, it's like if I called you Barbara instead of Bill, right? <laughs> That would never happen. I mean, this is how it's completely unlikely. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine being married? It's unlikely for like me to do it, but it's very unlikely for someone who's married to the person for 20 years. That's what I mean. Could you imagine being married to a woman, Michelle, and calling her Michael twice? I mean, come on. What's the chances of that? She's trans, Mike. Look at her shoulder. She's as big as him. Or being, bigger. being married to a guy named Michael and calling them Michelle. That would never happen. There you go. That would never happen. <laughs> that too. I hope not. That's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> or if I, called, if I called you Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. That's what I mean. <laughs> Wilhelmina. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's that a dead so giveaway. <laughs> and the second one with Bear Grylls is almost as worse because he like yes. catches himself. He catches yes. himself. He's like Michael, mm-hmm. Ma- Michelle, Michelle. <laughs> oh, oh boy, I can't. This is too funny. This stuff. Well, yeah. it maybe if you give him the benefit of the doubt, he's always fantasized about having sex with men. So that he fantasizes he's a guy. Yes, he I mean, maybe he calls her Michael when they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> It's possible. Maybe he has a he has he has a strap one on, so that way. (laughs) Oh oh, oh boy! It's late, Mike. Late at night. I know. Go back to bed with those visuals in your mind. Uh, Bill, thank you for calling. Uh, All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I appreciate. All right. Uh, One last thing I wanted to talk about. See, the Obama thing is funny. Really is. the uh, true social might be gone in a couple of days. They're having their shareholders are having a meeting tomorrow, Friday the eighth. They're having a uh, a meeting um, because it's doing really bad. Another thing Trump lied about was in twenty twenty one. He said by twenty twenty three, true social would have forty one million users, and they've got two. So he's thirty nine million short. So it's it's bombing. I mean, they they want money they have returned money it's like it's it's a total disaster like everything else trump touches it goes bankrupt right but here's another thing if this movement is so strong if he's so far ahead in the polls why does his truth social which is the echo chamber for maga only have two million users hmm could it be that MAGA is not as big as we think it is? We'll talk more about this tomorrow because a poll came out that showed MAGA is incredibly unpopular and more unpopular than you might think. Of course, proving that Trump would have no chance 
of winning a general election. And I'd say with 2 million users, 39 million short of the projection, those primary polls are a little fishy to me, a little fishy. All right. That's a good show. There's a lot of other stuff I wanted to talk about, but we're getting close to two hours on. I'll save it for the rest of the week. This was a good comeback from back to school, come back from Labor Day weekend, back to school show. But I'll be here tomorrow and, and Friday also. So um, you listening to, you listened to, and let's be heard. And I will see everyone back here tomorrow night for another fun-filled, maybe laugh-filled show. Uh, but until tomorrow night, this is Mike Kachopoli reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.